Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it. Let's go. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Who dat? And welcome back to Canoptic Chronicles Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Brendan Ertle. Today, I am here to preview the Saints vs. Rams game this weekend. It's a game that uh, will be interesting for both teams. Both teams' seasons didn't go the way they planned it. Uh, but we had some breaking news from the Saints that they'll be wearing their throwback uniforms for the first time since 2016 in this game. They're practicing with the throwback decal on. It looks pretty, pretty cool. And I'm... Um, Really looking forward to how they redesign it or make it more modern. Uh, the last time we wore it, the jerseys were, uh, of course, they were Nike, but they had a little bit of a different look to them. So they're going to be newer. They're going to be, uh, should be super cool to see them on the field uh, for the first time in a long time. But today, I mean, we got a lot to unpack and none of it has to do with the LA Rams. The first thing we got to talk about, Dennis Allen has announced that Andy Dalton will be the starter in this game. This is something that we thought was going to change this week. I anticipated a quarterback change. I didn't anticipate it. I actually almost assumed it. Um, it seemed like the right time. The injury to Jameis, we all, we all know. Circumstance isn't going to get any better. Uh, it's not going to be 100%. Um, and Andy hasn't been playing well. So today he announces Andy will be the starter. And we go back to October 26th. I got receipts. I did my research here. We got a lot to talk about. This is what DA said on October 26th. The decision to go with Andy Dalton is an offensive decision. Says they're going to continue what they're doing with Dalton. DA says that Jameis Winston is healthy. This is, a, this is about performance. We've we played some games since October 26th, and we all can agree that those games have been very, very poor. There hasn't been great quarterback play, and the offense has looked everything but good. Today, we have a different story, a much different story. Um, today, he obviously announced 
that uh, Andy will be the starter. And he goes on to say they evaluated it, discussed it with both quarterbacks, and they ended up going with Andy. And then he later said right after that, Jameis probably won't be 100% this season, even though he is healthy enough to serve as the Saints' number two quarterback and participate fully in practice. Said a lot of factors go into quarterback decision, and they decided to stick with Dalton for now. So if I were to tell you, if Dennis were to tell you that they're sticking with Dalton and then goes on to say Jameis is 100% healthy and he won't be this season, but he's healthy enough to play, what does that tell you? Um, that he's not healthy, that Andy Dalton, uh, it just makes no sense. It makes no sense. There, what, what we can assume is that they feel safer with Dalton now than a uh, banged up Jameis Winston because the performance has been very poor and it's been poor to the point where we assumed that Jameis was going to start this week. We assumed. And that's not the case. So the decision now in week going to be 11 that you're going to stick with Dalton because of injury to Jameis. Why in week three against Carolina did you decide Jameis has a back injury? He just hurt his foot super bad, but let's play him. He wasn't healthy then. He was a lot he's a lot more healthy today than he was in week three. And in week three against Carolina, he just hurt that foot even more. He got hurt against Tampa in week two. And he, his back was hurt in week one, hurt his foot in week two. And then he played in week three. He shouldn't have even traveled to week three. He messed up his foot even worse. It's been to the point where we're getting these back and forth stories. Um, if you haven't uh, seen the interview with Nick and Mike Triple that they did with Jameis Winston, in the article that they wrote on New Orleans Off Football, you need to check that out. Uh, if you don't want to get angry at the Saints, uh, don't read that because he was promised. Here's the thing. He was promised by Dennis Allen that when he takes a seat because of injury, he will get his job back once he's healthy. Now, the Saints can argue he's not healthy, but is anyone in the NFL? I mean, Dalton, his nose is still bleeding from last week's game. It's got a huge gash in his nose. He's not healthy, and yeah, it's just a gash, but I'm sure there's something going on with him where he's not feeling the best today. There's just injuries in the NFL that you can play with, and if he's not on the injury report, He's not really limited in practice at all. Why can't he play? So it's extremely confusing. It's extremely frustrating. It feels completely mismanaged. If I was Jameis Winston, I'd be upset. I want a, a fresh start next year. I'd be like, they treated me poorly. They lied to me. What Dennis Allen has done as a coach hasn't been anything what we've seen in years past, but Sean Payton, we always talk about this. In his press conference, in his post-practice things, he would give injury updates. And that would be about as vague as you could be. They would, He wouldn't give you any information. He wouldn't give you any updates. Nothing like that. And it was, at the time, frustrating. But now Dennis Allen has done a better job of communicating. But I feel like there's a point where you got to just not tell us anything. It's better to tell us, like, nothing 
like they did with Lattimore. They haven't told us a thing. Then tell us, oh, he's healthy. Oh, he's fully healthy. And then that not be the case. The player has to come out and say, well, I'm not. If, if they said, I'm healthy, I'm not. I'm healthy enough to play. I'm healthy enough to be on the injury report. And this is such a confusing subject. He's hurt. He's banged up. The injury is is there. It's not going to go away till you know the offseason with time. But he's healthy enough to not be in the injury report. But he's not healthy enough to play. Like, you're giving me a headache. This is becoming infuriating. And this isn't just the only case. If this was the only case, I get it. There's situations that can be complex. There's different injuries in sports. And football is such a brutal sport. You never know how bad an injury really is. But Jarvis also in that Carolina game hurt his foot super bad. He tore tendons he tore tendons in his foot that game and they knew that. He played the following week against Minnesota and made it so much worse. Why is he playing? Why did you play him? Why was he cleared to play if he has torn ligaments in his foot where it's like the medical staff may be like, "Yeah, they're torn. Um there's risk of making it worse." There's the, I mean, who knows what they said? I don't know what they said, but obviously he was commuted to the staff that, okay, he can play. He did play, wasn't much of an impact, made it worse, and then missed five more weeks. And we got Michael Thomas out here retweeting just cryptic things, cryptic things on Twitter. And one of those things was Cooper Cup. He had a tweet where he's like, uh, if you don't know, Cup's going to miss this game. He had a really bad ankle injury. Don't know if it's season-ending or not. Uh, if they do go to the playoffs, which who knows if they will, uh, he might be available then. But he was like, yeah, I'm super thankful that uh, I have a good staff around me and a great medical staff that is honest or something. like." He said something of the lines of like honest and, and trustworthy. And Michael Thomas retweeted that. And I'm, I know that's not a coincidence of him just being like, yeah, um, that's my guy. I'm just going to support him. No, he retweeted that because Cooper Cup mentioned a trustworthy medical staff. And I don't know if it's a medical staff. I'm just assuming because that's what Michael Thomas is pointing at. If Michael's pointing at, th- at that and he was the only one doing that, I would question Michael. But the decisions that we've seen around Jarvis, MT, Jameis Winston, Marshawn, Pete Warner. I mean, Marshawn... They, the reporters asked him, asked Dennis Allen today, is Marshawn going to play? And he said he's not ready yet. So this will be what? His sixth going on seventh game missed, and he hasn't sniffed IR. We could have a roster swap right now for Marshawn. I mean, this could be season ending. I don't know. We haven't heard a thing about it. And the things we have heard is like, yeah, that's pretty gruesome. That's pretty bad. So why didn't he touch IR? What made what conversation went down with the medical staff where it's like he might he he could be back within the four week window? Because that's why they didn't put Mark Mark Ingram on IR is because they think that he can return earlier than those four weeks. And so far, I don't know if that's true because they just went out and signed David Johnson, and they put a claim out for Eno Benjamin. And they would have got Eno Benjamin if if the Texans didn't claim him. So that would have been a whole other conversation. A whole other conversation. Um, gosh, we're 10 minutes into the show, and I haven't even mentioned the LA Rams yet. And I haven't even mentioned anyone else besides the quarterback position. This has just been a mismanaged season. And it's a conversation we need to have that 
if we had a somewhat healthy team, if we had a fully healthy team, if we just had half the amount of injuries, this might be a completely different season. We might be talking about us being first in the NFC South. We, we could have five, six wins. But we're so extremely banged up that you just can't I, you can't fire Dennis Allen. You can't. And I, you might be like, yeah, but they haven't been prepared. They've been poorly coached. There's not enough energy. Yeah, that's completely true, and I completely agree. And I'm sure Dennis does as well. But it is <laughs> you can't you you can't fire him when you got James Carpenter starting at center and then shows up to the next day of practice and he's not practicing either. Like it it has just been almost to the point of last year where there's no return of really playing that week. Like, you're going against the Dolphins with your four-string quarterback. What's the point? So now, let's read this injury report and stay with me now. Listen up. Uh, grab some popcorn. Kick your legs up. This is a long list. Um, let's go. Josh Andrews. Illness did not practice. This is just Wednesday, depending on when you're listening to this podcast. This is just Wednesday, Wednesday's practice. They will practice Thursday, Friday, so we'll get some more clarity there. But as of today, long list. Marcus Davenport calf did not practice. JT Gray hamstring did not practice. I've heard word that that's three to four weeks for JT Gray. He pulled up um, his hammy against that Pittsburgh game. Non-contact injury. You could see it on TV that he was in some pain. Uh, James Hurst, still in concussion protocol. He did not practice. Mark Ingram, knee. He did not practice. Cam Jordan, eye. Did not practice. Marshall Lattimore, of course. Abdominin, uh, did not practice. Andrews Pete, tricep. Did not practice. Ryan Ramchek, illness. Did not practice. Pete Warner, ankle. Did not practice. And we're just getting word now that Pete Warner had surgery on his foot and he's already ahead of schedule, and there's hope that he plays again this this season. That's from Nick Underhill. And it's not that I don't trust Nick Underhill, but from everything I've heard injury-wise uh, is the opposite. So um, don't know if we'll see Pete Warner again this season. If Nick says it, there's probably a good chance of it. Uh, I just hope that we, we do. I hope that we do see Pete again. He had, he's had a phenomenal year, and I thought he's been one of our best players. Um, I'm not done to read off the injury report. Uh, Jarvis Landry ankle popped back in the injury report. He was limited. Marcus May abdominin. He missed last game. Uh, he was limited. And Malcolm Roach ankle. He was limited. And I just realized I said um, Marshall Lattimore and Marcus May's injuries wrong. It's abdomen. Thank you. Um, well, that's a long list. That's a very, very, very long list. A lot of key injuries for this team. A lot of key situations that are going on. And it's exhausting. Uh, Jameis Winston's, I'm just looking on Twitter here, Jameis Winston's um, agent group, you could say, just tweet out hashtag truth, saying that the truth is out now, that he's not healthy, but is healthy enough to play. Uh, this is this is not a great situation to have at this current point. And all week long we've talked about the Eagles, Caesar Garner Johnson, the first round pick, what we should have done, what we could have done, and if we rebuild or retool. And here's what I'll say. You are not rebuilding this team. You can't. You can't. There's not a situation in the NFL right now where a team went into a rebuild and it didn't take two decades to get it right. 
the Bills, you could say, well, they entered a rebuilding year and got Josh Allen. They got some great picks after Josh Allen in that draft, and they built a dominant football team. Took them 20 years to do that. 20 years. They were stuck with just mid-team after mid-team after bad team after bad team. They weren't rebuilding. They were just bad. And when bad teams rebuild, it's just you don't get out of it unless you get a Patrick Mahomes or a Josh Allen. And we're still seeing it with the Jacksonville Jaguars. I mean, they've been rebuilding since they started their franchise. It, it just doesn't work. It doesn't work. You need to be able to retool, whether that's um, letting a guy go like Marcus Davenport. Don't spend money where it doesn't need to be spent. Don't go out and sign a Tyree Matthew next year where you have to put money down the road. Um, just roll with the guys you have for a year. You don't necessarily need to completely clear the books, but just take a year where you develop younger guys and you try and be competitive and then you have picks as well. What that means is if you have a first round pick next year, don't trade up for a year. Just just relax. Make some picks, acquire some good players, get some good depth on this team because we all all we talked about all year long, all off season was this team may not be you know the best on paper, but they're one of the deepest on paper. And the fact of the matter is, we got the injury bug we're at that depth where the depth is starting, and we've, we're even past that point where the depth is starting. We're starting to go out and get guys like Josh Andrews off the street who is starting for our team. You're not going to win a football game against Aaron Donald when you have a JV2 player in that center. And we, talk, we talked about it after the game. You still need to go out there and compete, but was part of the conversation with Jameis and Andy the fact that you got some mismatched offensive line out there and you're going against the Rams who have a great defense, great pass rush, the best player in the world in Aaron Donald. Are you just, did Jameis is like, no, you're not going to throw me out this week. I don't want to go against Aaron Donald against, you know, with our mismanaged offensive line. And I'm looking at the spread here. The Saints are favored by four and a half points, four and a half points. This is just, it's just a bizarre season for both of these teams. I i have done nothing but just talk, say bad things about the Saints so far this podcast, and yet the Saints are favored at home against the Super Bowl champion Rams. And last week, we just lost to the Pittsburgh Steelers, who have won two games up to this point. So where do we go from here? I mean, we don't have a first-round pick, even if we did. You still got to focus on winning. You still got to focus on improving this team. And I think this team has a lot to play for. Even though you can kind of scratch off the playoffs, I don't think that's an, a chance anymore. Even if they won their next seven games and finished the year 10-7, and seven, I think they would still need some help from other teams to get in, which is a long shot to even win you know, a handful of those games. So I think you can scratch off playoffs. But this team and these guys still have a ton to play for. I still think you have winners on this roster. They've won with this roster before. They can do it again. They've won with these players. They've won with these coaches. And they've won with injuries. So, uh, still think if if you finish the year strong, there's some things you can do to retool. You can try to get back quicker. I think that's the best case scenario. Root for these guys. Root for them on Sunday. Hope that they can keep balling out and uh, will start balling out and really start to turn this 
thing around. And if they can't turn around this year, let's get some momentum into next year. That's all I got for today's show. Hopefully on Sunday uh, we can talk about happiness. We don't need to rant on the podcast. We can talk about X's and O's about this game. But Saints got to get healthy. Uh, hopefully they can get some guys back in the week. Uh, but we'll, we'll just have to see. Thank you guys for tuning in today's show. As always, I'm Brennan Earl, and I appreciate you guys' love and support. And I'll see you guys next episode. Who that? 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 Who